0: Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very accomplished leader from Portland, Oregon, USA, Katrina Walter. Katrina, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here.
0: Katrina is the Senior Director Marketing of Zinc 5 Incorporated. She's been globally recognized uh, as a business and marketing innovator. She's an international speaker. She's an author, and I'm sure all of you know, by now that I'm very partial to authors. So she's an author of uh, a book titled Think Like a Zuck. I hope I have the pronunciation right. She's also the co-author of uh, The Power of Visual Storytelling and The Laws of Brand Storytelling. So uh, Ekaterina, you're very passionate about the work you do. Tell me a little bit about it.
1: Uh, thank you, Ash. Uh, yes, I am. I'm super passionate about it. I, I basically tell people, listen, I'm a marketer, but there's a lot of different angles of marketing, and I tried it all. And mm-hmm. um, what I'm super passionate about, especially, is storytelling, and specifically in digital format or mm-hmm. in this digital age, right? This becomes very important. So, hence my uh, uh, books on storytelling there. But mm. yeah, I'm. I'm you know, I'm just a marketer who tried a lot of innovative things, um, both on Fortune 500 um, companies as well as startups. And I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I consider myself an entrepreneur because yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of new things coming up every time, every mm. day, and and there's a lot of new ways we can approach our work.
0: Wow, so. wow! So today we're going to talk primarily about branding and marketing and your books. Uh, when I was reading about you, you know, it took me back to my uh life as a marketer four decades ago. And I was able to relate with I'm advertising with this very popular web series called Mad Men. Uh, how has branding and communication changed over the years?
1: That's that's a very good question, um, significantly, Ash, right? It's um it's now a two-way conversation. Uh, we it used to be that it's all about one-way broadcast, Correct. right? Mm. And now it's all about building communities, uh, which is the fun part, the most amazing part. I mean, mm. there's always cons and pros to pros to different approach, but but right now um, it, it is all about a conversation versus one-way broadcast right med men um they are all about putting out an advertisement that really Correct. hopefully emotionally connects mm-hmm. <laughs> you know or or explains the product to you now it, it is a discussion and not only that it's it's relationship building with the mm. variety of parties, right? Not just with your customers and your prospects, but with with your partners, with your ecosystem, with your employees. It is way it moved away from broadcasting to um, creating experiences, mm. whether it's customer experiences or employee experiences, and and that's what um, that's what people, especially young generation, right, oh, yeah. expect from companies and mm. brands
0: right now. Fascinating. And, you know, you uh, were just mentioning that you have worked on marketing strategy for fortune 500 companies and startups. Mm -hmm. So I just have to ask you this question, what goes into building a successful brand?
1: Uh, It it is a loaded question. I think one of the things that has changed, Mm -hmm. if you look at the chart, right, fortune 500 companies, how long have they stayed, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and how how long were they really a fortune for companies, right? Now the number, it used to be hundreds of years and number, Mm -hmm. now the numbers have shrunk, right? It's, it is harder now to maintain a successful brand um, long-term. And I think the reality is that, um, we are now. There's more expectations of mm. of us as companies, as brands, not just uh, our products. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a, a multi angle, multi faceted, multi channel mm. um, sort of conversation, community building, right around the brand that really um, is now rooted in values of the company mm-hmm. in transparency of the company in communities um, and conversations the company sparks mm-hmm. uh, no you know we're, we're moving away from this PR stance of no we're not talking about this topic or mm-hmm. no we're not addressing this particular conversations we're just going to let it burn out mm-hmm. and die out we are now in the we we're now working the age where you have to stand for something. Mm. And, you know, as a marketer, right? There's way more goes into building a successful brand, but as a marketer, Mm. you don't just create, you know, advertisement and and marketing campaigns. You have to start start and spark movements. You Mm. have to make sure that your customers believe in who you are, Mm -hmm. why you're here in your mission. And that will lead to them buying the product, Mm -hmm. which also, by the way, includes how you treat your employees, because Mm -hmm. that that becomes super visible. We think it's not, our Mm -hmm. culture is not a visible element. And and yet it is very
0: well said, very well said. And, Mm -hmm. you know, based on my own experience of having worked with brands, I've often said brands are living beings, they're like children. They They need constant investment of time, effort and resources. What is it that makes some brands last a hundred years and some die in a few years? you know what is right. it that makes them you know successful or relevant for a long period of time
1: you know this um again, another loaded question, right? But I think, interestingly, that is the question that Mm -hmm. led myself and my Mm co-author Jessica Jollett to write our latest book, which is, you know, the brand of the laws of brand storytelling, because the laws have changed, Mm -hmm. right? And I think if you really look at the brand, Mm -hmm. a brand now is the sum of, all interactions, mm. real and perceived that a person has with the company across mm. all touch points. So your brand identity, like you mentioned before, right? You just said the brand identity isn't fixed. It's fluid. Mm. If you stay true to who you are, your mm. mission and everything that you do, you have a chance to build on it, right? Consistently with your everyday stories um, and through strengthening your brand in the process. But, um, because one of the things we we tend to forget sometimes is, in the age of empowered consumer, your brand is not what you say it is. Correct. It used to be, not anymore. It's mm-hmm. what they say it is. And you know, and then extension of that is, you know, we talk about brand storytelling. That is the art of shaping a company's identity through mm-hmm. the use of narratives and storytelling techniques that facilitate an emotional response and maybe establish meaningful connections. And 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 yes, a lot of people will say, well, oh my gosh, customers just want to buy your product and they want that product to work. It's not about relationships. Mm. There, there's maybe some angle and some truth to that, but, but the longevity of a company and of a brand mm. all depends on um, that connection the customer makes with you. And mm. What you stand for anymore, right? Um, so that's that's. I, yeah, I think that's that's my take as a marketer. Yeah. That's
0: a great response. And now I'm going to ask you another twist in this whole, from a marketer or a brand person's perspective, and that is this whole advent of digital media and social media, where communication is moving in the speed of nanoseconds. Mm-hmm. How do brands stay relevant in a digital world?
1: You know, it's, um, gosh, I, you know, I always say that we live in the age of infobesity, mm-hmm. right? There is so much out there. There's so much content. There's so much discussions. There's many communities people can join or be part of. Um, I think in the age of infobesity, what, what becomes important is that how do you tell your story quickly, right? Mm. So, so visual storytelling is really um, because of because of the the sort of the newsfeed mentality. Everything's mm. fast. You wanna you wanna catch something, and then you move, want to move on, right? Mm. The the attention span every year shortens more right. and more, um, and so in the age of infobesity, I think visual storytelling has emerged as a I would say very powerful strategy to help marketers and brands stand above the noise. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it, visuals, humans process visuals 60,000 times faster than text. Wow, right? Mm-hmm. And about probably about 70% of people, if they see a visual versus text, they remember it. Three days later versus ten percent who remember it if it's if it's written right mm-hmm. and that's because we're very naturally that that's human nature mm-hmm. so so when you look at the digital world what started happening is this introduction of the newsfeed with social media mm-hmm. and introduction of a quick visual snippets right I call it snackable content mm-hmm. uh, we need to start shifting our mentality to mm-hmm. what I call uh, my mantra is uh, tell. Don't don't sell right. Mm-hmm. It's one make it visual, mm-hmm. make it um, quick to grasp, make it um, snackable. But two, make it u- useful, mm. utility. It's a utilitarian marketing is an underrated term and approach, but it works. Mm-hmm. Everything you do, stop selling provide value. Mm -hmm. And as people start trusting you and your expertise, they will absolutely buy from you, but it does take investment. It does Mm -hmm. take um, thoughtful approach. It does take um, courage Mm and in some sense, right? So, so that's, that's what I think now, that's Mm -hmm. where we are with the digital world. And then there's also this additional element, Ash about, um, Customer experience is the new marketing, Correct. right? So not only you gotta grab their attention, but once you have those customers, you have to keep them because customer retention is the one that is is the one number that'll grow your business. And so you keep um, you keep customers with you for customer experience and ensuring that every every touch point and every mm-hmm. interaction they have with you makes sense easy. Um, useful, utilitarian, as well as meaningful. So.
0: Amazing, amazing. And, nice. you know, your response, a great response gives me a, a segue to my next question, which is on communication. You know, okay. one of the biggest challenges that most brand managers or most marketers face is how do I communicate to my customers? Okay. Four decades ago, it used to be full page ads and newspapers, it was big uh, billboards that evolved into movie, three-minute films, etc, etc. Today, everything is on handheld devices. And the duration is shrinking dramatically. I'd love to get your perspective on how are people learning to say something more relevant in a shorter time?
1: Yeah, I mean, right, again, going back to sort of snackable, more visual content. um, That's that's sort of I think it takes a certain amount of, of uh, art, right? you <laughs> um, you got to be an artist. You have to uh, rethink creatively what will now grab the, the attention of your audiences. Mm-hmm. What are the tools available and how are you using different channels mm-hmm. in a creative way, right? That's mm-hmm. that's basically what you need to think about. Um, but you know what? I, I will say that y- you probably expect a... A response that focused around marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Or around a branding. I will actually flip it over. Um, I will tell you that that some of the most innovative companies mm-hmm. um, really do fantastic, sometimes very simple, very easy, very much not requiring a budget type of approaches. Mm-hmm. They do it because they hire the, the best the best talent, the most creative people. And, and, and those cultures, they hire talent, not for necessarily for skills. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my first book, I talk about there's five P's and one of the P's for, for growing and, mm-hmm. and, and, and for growing innovative business and, and, and having that business succeed is people. Mm-hmm. And so I, there I say, hire for attitude because skills can be taught. But passion can't. And I will tell you, mm-hmm. some of the brands currently that do amazing jobs are brands like Wendy's, mm-hmm. who hired the misfits and the most, you know, and part-time comedians to mm-hmm. manage their social communities. And, they, and people can't have enough people stay people love the brand Mm -hmm. and they like the product but they they stay for entertainment they stay Mm -hmm. for those interactions with people um that 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 the team hired right and they didn't hire you know they didn't hire for for resume Mm -hmm. you have as a company you have to look at everything you do including do you build the culture where most creative entrepreneurial people want to work mm. or do you not um the other thing i think companies do um to really co- to to be different is especially on the mobile device mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um is is they they take an approach your people are your brand mm. and they are opening the doors for their employees to advocate on the company's behalf because the inf- the the content that employees brand's employees put out there is engaged Mm. with eight to 10 times more than with the brand Mm. itself. Right. Mm. And so what you want, you want to stop being afraid and you Mm. want to realize that each of your employees, your brands face, each of them is your brand ambassador. Mm. Um, they are your best marketers right mm. zappos has done it first and they've done it best mm. and so since then a company companies started to sort of extend their policies but but look beyond just hire the talent that's mm. different right bring diversity in to help you stand out in mm. those mobile feeds and or make sure you allow your own people to shine to be creative mm. and to be present out mm. there digitally that is how you win the, the attention uh, war right now, whether it's mobile device or desktop. So, what
0: a, what a great response. And yet, when you talk about winning the attention war, now you have lesser and lesser time. And yeah. I was speaking to some other people, some, some senior agency people, and they're saying now they get seven seconds. I was asking them how do you communicate the attributes of a product or a brand in seven seconds and you as a marketing guru I'd love to get your thoughts
1: you you grab attention with um, with a spark of content that's relevant to you and aligns with your values, aligns with your brand. Mm -hmm. And then you bring them to another location, right? You, you, you get their attention and then you drive them to um, either the website or a product video or another, you know, another fun Mm. video a piece of content that is not just necessarily fun and entertaining, but, but utilitarian too. You know, a lot of people Mm. will tell you, uh, what if my product is boring? A lot of people say and I, and I say there is no such thing as boring. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised there are some really uh, niche passionate communities out there around products that you would think how am I going to market this? It, mm-hmm. it, it's not sexy like it's not marketable, right And so so I think to answer your question is is th- that that spark of relatability or being helpful again, utilitarian either either or, um, that that brings them back to your properties, and that's another thing you gotta consider, right? Is is a lot of people put a lot of money into mm. third parties, party uh, forums, and sites as, mm. such as social media channels, mm. right? Um, but you need to go back to the basics, and you need to realize that it's just rented land, and mm. so whatever, however you bring those people in, you gotta bring them back to your to your site to. Um, To talk to you about the company or the products or um, campaigns, right? So it's just I think it's it's like just adjusting your go-to-market strategy and adjusting your uh, omni-channel content Mm. strategy mix Mm. so that that you can you can take advantage of this couple of second attention span and then engage them further. Well said, well
0: said. So one more question before I move to your books, I'd love to get your thoughts on how is technology. Uh, Changing the way marketers are thinking now?
1: Um, In a pretty big way. um, There is, gosh, there is an innovative element. Mm -hmm. Let's take an example. A couple of years ago, right? LinkedIn uh, piloted a live stream, and -hmm. those people who were on there first got the biggest attention, got the biggest uh, conversations. Clubhouse came along. And if you were on there first, people did pay attention, right? Um, people did engage with you. Choose, a look at the tech around you and take advantage of the Newest, hottest, most innovative features first and foremost, and Mm -hmm. see how it goes for your brand, and then you Mm -hmm. decide whether you want to adapt it or adopt it across the organization um, or not, and Mm -hmm. what works for you. Be Mm -hmm. careful not to spread yourself in on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you know, the technology right now, really, truly, it's all about digital transformation Mm -hmm. right now. You know, you look at chief marketing officers. They're basically turning into chief information, okay. you know, offices, chief, chief technology offices, mm-hmm. chief customer offices. <laughs> Why yeah. customer? Because that whole experience requires technology to work together. Mm-hmm. And so, so one of the biggest gaps right now that companies have is not having that right digital transformation roadmap mm-hmm. that would allow them to connect the dots between everything that they do, connect the dots between their system and integrate them in the way that it looks like it's a seamless experience to your customer mm-hmm. and to your partners and to your employees um, around you, right? And so when we talk about sort of technology, we talk about the importance on, on, of ensuring mm-hmm. that you have the right tech, that not only that, that, that tech works um, for you from a customer experience perspective and internal perspective, it provides you the right insights, it provides Mm. you the right data, it allows you to run real-time simulations and Mm. make real-time decisions. Uh, Your strategy shouldn't be fixed, right? Mm. Your strategy should be fluid so you can change and adapt as you optimize across Mm. all of your channels, across all of your um, tactics. So,
0: What an amazing response. Thank you. Uh, So Ekrina, I'm going to move to your other avatar as an author. And you have written books on branding and you've written a book for your daughter. That's right. Tell me about, right. tell me about both <laughs> the different types of books that you have written.
1: You know, my first book was um, was on business innovation. Um, you know, it, it's, um, it, it's one of the, my passions and the publisher came in and said, could you write it and could you use the the companies that are um, growing and innovative right now, like mm-hmm. like Facebook, Dyson, and a lot of others, Zappos, etc., um, to to talk about what does it take to um, build, uh, you know, nowadays current modern digital business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my you, my other two first one uh, first uh, my second one first of the other two is on visual storytelling just because and it hit at a very perfect time because. Everybody, you know, not just marketers and designers, um, but everybody else in the world, were trying to figure out how to take advantage mm-hmm. of um, visual storytelling, how to create a strategy around it, and and what are the tactics and tools and and strategies and and. Um, examples that they can draw from mm-hmm. when it comes to that so it was highly successful in my and and this, the third book was an extension of the second one because people mm-hmm. said great you tackled the visual storytelling now tell us wh- how how do we look at brand storytelling mm-hmm. as a whole so you know we, we, we wrote Jessica and I co-wrote yeah. um, both of, of those mm-hmm. books visual storytelling mm-hmm. brand storytelling and in the last one we outlined 30 Thirty things and thirty laws that you sort of need to look at and remember, mm. with a ton of amazing examples and mm. um, and tips that you can utilize. So, so those mm. are my business books, and then my daughter, who's now thirteen, uh, she was eight at the time. We, um, you know, we always we, we tell each other stories. We come up with the stories, and um, we decided that we would like to co-publish one of those stories we came up with and we mm-hmm. created a children's book and we published a children's book about between um, girls and the, the sisters who are nothing alike they're different mm-hmm. and they go for adventures together and um, experience experience success experience failure and uh, grow together grow closer mm-hmm. together because of that so mm-hmm. so that was fun we're probably going to do um, some other books as well, but yes. um,
0: it was- I think uh we're now running out of time, so I'm going to just ask you one last question, and that okay. is that what would you say are three key milestones or pivot points in your life or your career? You
1: know it's interesting um. I I don't look at my life as milestones. Okay. Obviously, I have a bucket list like everybody else, yep. and there's always different ages, right? You you go for different stages of mm. life, and you you learn how to pivot and learn. Um, I will tell you though, no matter what you do, and no matter how much you pivot, or how often you pivot, which mm. will be required by the time mm. you get to to be my age, right? <laughs> Ash our age, right? We, we we've pivoted so many times, um, but I will say that that no matter what you do, I think you got to live a life with no regrets. Mm. Um, right. I think when you look back at your life, mm. not, not be having a goal of contentment and not having regrets yeah. and doing the things on your bucket list and trying out things um, that, that you want to try um, your hand in, right. Go for it. Mm. That's, you know, that's how I live my life is, is, you know, no regrets, but, but, but throughout life, right, Ash, I will add that. I I think one of your motors should be the rate of learning will, um, um, equals the rate of earning, right? Mm -hmm. So, so you got to learn along the way. You got to learn to learn new things to unlearn old things and to, to, to be, to, to stay relevant. So Mm -hmm. that, that to me, to me was always a very important thing, no matter which milestones I'm going, you know, experiencing.
0: What an amazing response. Thank you. And on that note of live life with no regret. uh, Thank you, Ekaterina for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me at such length about branding, about your incredible journey as a marketer. Thank you for sharing some really very profound and deep thoughts on what goes into building a brand. And finally, thank you for talking to me about your books. I will go and check them out on Amazon. And I look forward to Your new books as well. Thank you again and good luck.
1: Thank you Ash, thanks for having me.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You, videocast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals.